Maybe recording. I'm thinking about recording. Oh, I'm recording. Oh, oh good. Ooh. Me too. How, <laughs> how serendipitous. Uh, hey, guys. Welcome to Winging It, the West Wing podcast. My name is Andrea. And I'm Sally. And today we are going to talk about the season seven episode, Internal Displacement. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. I think I think we've all been ready for quite a while. Um, <laughs> let us, yeah, let us uh, do some singing, and then we'll dive in. Yes, let's do some singing. Okay. <clears throat> Ooh, I feel like it. Da 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 I love it. We'll just go on for the whole song. I love it because I have new roommates now, and they haven't been home yet since I've recorded an episode, or I guess vice versa. So I'm just waiting for them to come home while I'm, like, singing the theme song. <laughs> no That's words. That's so great. It's oh, a good way to make friends. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> internal displacement. Uh, I, yeah, I hadn't really even thought about the name of this episode until just this moment. That's very <laughs> clever. Very clever, Bradley Whitford, since he's the one who wrote this episode. I know. What in the world? How multi-talented. Um, yes. Do you want to give give us a quick TikTok, Sally? I don't I don't really get the cleverness of internal displacement. Are we just talking about what are we talking about? I mean, internal displacement is a thing. Well, I think you know, I think it's representative of CJ's internal displacement okay. as well. That makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Um, yeah. speaking of which, so, the, that's how I interpret it. The TikTok would just be CJ, CJ, CJ. And Danny. And some CJ. And Danny, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a CJ salad <laughs> yes. with some croutons of Danny thrown in. That is true, yes. It, but it is a lot of <laughs> CJ in this episode. Like, I don't even know. I don't. I can't think of a single scene that didn't have CJ in it. Yeah, that's a lot of screen time for her. I can't imagine yeah. shooting this one. It'd be a lot. Yeah, so... From the TikTok perspective, she is is balancing some some deals with France and Germany and China so that she can cause some sort of change in Darfur. Darfur? Dar, I have still never yeah. known how to say that, even though... Darfur? Which we'll talk yeah. about. Darfur. Darfur. Okay. Um, which was, which was obviously, I mean, hopefully people remember this, but was a real life thing that was happening. So interesting that it is on show because they don't do that that often anyway Mm -hmm. um she's trying to sort of play a little bit of chess with those countries to get something to happen there and also she is going on two dates with danny who is back in action yep 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 yep. she's also trying to balance josh who wants to announce a what is it? Something's moving to Texas, and like it just completely slipped my mind. Um, in my brain, it's like a super collider, but I don't think that's really what it is. Or something? No, I don't think it is. But I can't remember. I feel like it has to do with nuclear stuff because then that's what happens later. Or I don't know. Um, so a big tech announcement. Yep. 
Yeah, 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 it's coming to Texas. And that, so that's happening. Josh wants to announce it, CJ doesn't. Let's see. Oh. oh. Uh, Doug? <laughs> yeah. Teach me how to Doug. That's teach me, teach me how to Doug. <laughs> um, yeah, I knew Doug it. Doug <laughs> is a little turd and he's having an affair with the nanny, which is the most cliche thing. And he's, you know, uh, whatever. So CJ's dealing with that too. CJ's dealing with all the things. Yeah. The on every front, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, internal displacement. Um, I yeah. think we should start with Danny because it's the most important. Okay. Not really the most important in life because obviously the genocide in Darfur is much more important. But for the sake of this lighthearted podcast, we must start right. with Danny. Correct. Ooh. I agree. First of all, um, when's the last time we yeah. saw him? Oh, too long ago. Long time I mean, ago. has it been years? It, it has been years, right? I think it's been years. We can look. I, um, I, it really feels like it's it's been years. And um, it has been. Oh wait, he was on. He was in the episode "The Ticket" in 2005, so it's been at least a year. But before that, he hasn't been around since 2003. So it's been. That's yeah, it's crazy. Been a, it's been a hot minute. Yeah. I can't even imagine watching this in real time and seeing his face on the screen and just not. I would just freak out. Yeah. They brought oh him back. yeah, I would I would freak out. I mean, I did so freak delighted, out, but I know. I but even us, out. like as we're in our binge watch culture in Netflix, you know, it could be just like a couple weeks before <laughs> you're that far. But if you've been watching yeah. for years or seasons, I can't even imagine right. the impact of that. Um, yeah, and he's so like doughy eyed and smiley just the, immediately, and tells her that she yeah. looks nice. I mean, there's no. Like, oh, is this a work meeting sort of thing on his half? Oh, no. And so that's just really refreshing to see in general. Am I being too revelatory about my point of view on life right now? Uh, no. So what did you think? Oh, I loved it. I I mean, do I have to? What? There's nothing. I loved it. (laughs) I just loved it. I loved everything about it. Um, I mean, and also if we're skipping. So on the first date, they get sort of interrupt not interrupted Danny brings it up but business sort of does take over a little bit because he's the one that breaks the news about Doug or tells her about Doug so Mm -hmm. it's not as you know I want it to keep going and so then later in the episode they meet again for their second date and that's when I really love it because he gives this whole little speech about jumping off the cliff (laughs) oh yeah we have to we have to drop in an audio clip of that because it's just too good (laughs) not to listen to so we'll drop that yeah. in here uh I'm, I'm flying a little blind here i'm halfway through my life and i'm never quite sure if i'm doing anything right until i'm completely done doing doing it wrong work with it so this may not come out right i forgive you and incrementalism is not an option i'm forced into a heroic posture heroic can be good feels funny you can do it okay uh we're both about to fall off a cliff. And I don't know what I'm gonna do with the rest of my life, except I know what I don't wanna do. And on inauguration day, you're gonna be released from that glorious prison on Pennsylvania Avenue with- No human skills? Seems to me. I should punch you in the face, but yeah, That's okay. what I'm talking about. Keep going. So, if I'm gonna jump off the cliff, and you're going to get 
pushed off the cliff. Why don't we hold hands on the way down? Uh, I mean, it's like <laughs> all the feels, all the feels. So it's perfect. Many feels. Yeah, oh, it is. It's gosh. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was looking at the, uh, the blog, the Mark watches the West Wing one and I love, yeah. he pointed this out and I hadn't like thought about it until he brought this up that, uh, he said, I love how Whitford repurposes the whole cliff jumping metaphor from last season when Bartlett asked CJ to become chief of staff and to jump off a cliff and how he kind of like tied it back into this new metaphor. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I think he did that on purpose, but sure. Yeah. I don't know, but it worked. So it does definitely works. Oh yeah. I'm kind of surprised that Danny wouldn't want to be a reporter anymore. I just like, what do you do after being a reporter your whole life? I mean, I'm just assuming he has been, but like, what what would he do? I, don't know. I mean, I think he has a lot of a lot of options. <laughs> and where's he been? Where has he been this whole time? Where has he been? That's what I really want to talk about. I buy that he's kind of done being a reporter. He's reached a point in his life that he's just he's ready to like settle down a little bit more. I buy that. Where has he been? What has he been doing? <laughs> Why do we not talk about it at all? Like, couldn't they have thrown in a line like, oh, it's really been crappy over at Teen Vogue or whatever you right. know what I mean like oh okay right. he's not on the political beat anymore like he's been off for with National Geographic somewhere you know what I mean like <laughs> it was just kind of strange that they didn't explain it but oh, that's okay as long yeah. as it gets him to make the speech about jumping off the cliff he can decide yeah. to change jobs all he wants so Oh, that's, that's fine. True. Well, I mean, it just sets up them sort of. It sets up the jumping off the cliff. So, right. I don't. So I'm okay. not invested enough to believe that he wouldn't quit. Like, I, I'm fine with it just for that little speech. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love yeah. when CJ's said like she can't settle into the first date. Really, she's like relaxing makes me nervous and it makes me feel like yes. I'm missing something, which is exactly yeah. how I feel like on a day off. You know, so I just love. Yeah, like it gave me hope. Something. I'm like, if if CJ can find someone, it's still it's still possible. Um, also, didn't really get the whole bit with the waitress thing because I I felt like CJ was doing the girl a favor. You know, where she's like, you don't have to perform. Like, we'll just read it. But the girl is like pissed at her. Oh I no! Know, I, th- just... I I thought she was like indifferent. The waitress was. She was just like, whatever. Do what you want because they kept the, the kitchen open for the. I don't the know. The first, it seemed yeah, the first it seemed time odd to me though. But the second date when she comes back and then she walks away and she's just like she hates me and I'm like yeah oh, she does yeah, kind of yeah. look like she would put a spell on you or something <laughs> yeah but it was I love the actress I thought it was like she turned it into like a a good little bit part but I was like why yeah do you I agree hate her I agree okay. I just. It's, I'm just, I just love it. I love all the Danny stuff and I'm just excited about where it's going. Yes. This was a good episode simply for that. Um, but seriously, I, why, why would he tell her before ordering? You know, she's not going to stay. She's got to go do a bunch of other stuff now. Like brokering these big deals with major world superpowers. And I can, you know, China and. Yeah. All those things. Um, I can't imagine writing this episode. 
Like, just all the moves of, okay, this country wants this thing. Right. This country wants that thing and moving it all forward. Like, it's so beyond me. I just, I tip my tiny hat to Bradley Whitford for this one. Yeah, I agree. And I also think that once I remembered or realized that this was the one that Bradley Whitford wrote, I was was about halfway through because I didn't see the credit and I was like, wait, isn't this the one? And I remembered and it made so much sense because it is a hilarious episode to me. It is. Specifically, specifically Will Bailey is hilarious in this episode. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love that he made, uh, I love that Brad made Josh Molina say, I'm a terrible actor. I can't act. Like that's the funniest (laughs) thing to me. It's just funny. It's funny in general, but it's funny because you know, he did that on purpose. (laughs) Oh Yeah. I also was wondering if, I wonder if Bradley Whitford was just like, I miss being in the White House. I'm just going to write myself into the White House. Because <laughs> he's yeah. around for the first time in a while. He's just hanging out at the White House. He's in town. Yeah. And I also, like, to to jump forward for a moment, where at the end of the episode, CJ does follow his advice and gives mm-hmm. him what he asked for. And, like, I feel like that wouldn't have happened if maybe he hadn't written it that way. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was nice it just was to cute. have him around. Yeah, and it was fun the way, I mean, we can we can talk about the Santos thing more, but it was fun the way, you know, Josh had been telling her, like, hey, we need to do it this way, we need to do it this way, and then in the end, she sort of, she plays it off like it was her idea, like she comes into the room and is like, listen, yeah, our president's going to come yeah. announce this, and then, then does the congressman want to join him, blah, 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 and Josh says... Uh, we'll have to get back to you. And she just says, go to hell. And I just thought that was, yeah. I thought it was all great. Yeah, it was nice to have them interact at all because it's like the old days. I will say this yeah. season seven, Will Bailey is my favorite iteration of Will Bailey. Except for like, I agree. The season seven, Will Bailey is my favorite as well as his first couple episodes when, yeah, when we first meet him and he's being brought into the fold and all of that. It's it's once he turns antagonistic with Toby until about season seven where you're like, uh, yeah. I really wish he was on our team a little bit more, but that, you know. Right. Yeah. He was dealing no, with oh, the cards yeah. he was dealt. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree totally. Um, um, I Let's think about, can we just talk about some of the funny lines he had? I mean, the, I'm not an actor. That yeah. was great. Um, I like yes. when he said he's so proud to serve in these hallowed halls because he has to, CJ sends him on the, on the hunt of trying to find out if the Doug and the nanny rumor is true. And just his reaction mm-hmm. to all of that is so great. Um, it'd be stupid to have a nanny if you didn't have kids. Um, <laughs> just, yeah, everything was great. He had great, great Yeah, lines. the whole... The whole, like, male point of view thing where he's talking to yes. CJ. He's like, look yeah. at her. She's really cute. And he probably did it. Like, I thought it was yeah. so funny. It was so funny. He's like, Can I give you one piece of advice before you ask me to leave my own office? <laughs> so funny. I loved it. Um, I also love not just his, uh, Bradley Whitford's appreciation of, of humor, but also of slapstick humor because like the yeah. whole scene with cj and the the phone cord and the catching gale the fish yeah 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 yeah. and danny's you can still hear danny on the line like it, that's just like a perfectly wonderful comedic scene that just was dropped in there and i i, I miss that kind of thing i agree 100 percent. and then it's so cute when danny says uh as long as you didn't kill our fish Oh, yeah, our fish. Our fish. Oh. I loved it. 
Oh, I'm surprised she's still alive. You know that's not the same fish. I wonder how many fish they went no. through. No, no, how many there's gills. no way that's the same fish. <laughs> or fish live for like a week max. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, other things. Yeah, Doug. Uh, I don't know. I feel like... I like that they showed that Doug was just not a great guy because we've always, I've always kind of thought that he was kind of a tool, but the actor plays it really well where he seems, he's unlikable, but he's not too unlikable where you hate him. He's just like kind of annoying and bland. And then in this episode, you're like, well, now I really don't like you and definitely like uh, his wife much better. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't like I didn't like the whole storyline of her like knowing about it and just being like we're just gonna keep going. I I didn't. I don't yeah, like it's it. not a it's not a great it's not a great feeling or a great choice. No, but well, and it's just it's still it doesn't change anything. Like it, it I appreciate that CJ takes a hard stance on it. It's like we gave the day away because she's smart mm-hmm. enough to know that like. We don't care, not we don't care, but, like, that's fine that you're fine with it, but the story's still going to break, and it's still going to make the president look bad. So we're worried Mm -hmm. about that, and, like, he's not going to go, you know, support him when this story's going to come out, and surely she knows that, you know? So Mm -hmm. I thought that was odd, because she's always been the sort of politically savvy one, and it seems like she would have a different way of... Like CJ's, I mean, CJ is concerned about you personally in your marriage on one, on some level, but... That's not what she's trying to protect here. So I like that CJ, even though I don't like how Liz handles it, I like that CJ comes back and is like, okay, but I have to worry about your dad and his legacy. So that's what I'm doing. And the day is taken and he's not going. Mm-hmm. You kind of so. want to see Bartlett fly off the handle and like, <laughs> oh, I definitely want to see Bartlett fly off the handle. 100%. Yeah. I want to see it. Can you imagine yeah. how terrifying? Oh. No. Um, other things. I like the Kate and CJ friendship as it's been developing yes. over time. Yes. It's just, it's really comfortable. It's nice to have, like, a gal pal, for mm-hmm. lack of a better term. And it's not, I don't know, it's not overly girly. It's just really, no. it's just nice to see. And I, I feel like we I haven't agree. had that much of it. I do kind of miss it being Donna. To be honest, yeah. but I love Kate, so it doesn't, well, doesn't really CJ bother and Donna me. I never Donna. really had CJ and Donna never really had yeah. that great of a gal pal yeah. relationship. They just had a little bit, and it was definitely more Toby. It's really the absence of yeah. Toby. Let's be real. Yeah, it is. It really is. Yeah, that's interesting because uh, I hadn't really thought about that. But it is the absence of Toby. But I agree that I feel like they they have a good balance of it. Like when CJ comes to tell her about the Doug and Liz thing and she, and she is, uh, Kate just says like, get out. Yeah. I love her reaction. <laughs> and like, it's fun that it's, you know, it it is, it's gossipy and it's gal pally, but it doesn't feel like too much. It feels like it's just nice that right. they have this and that's it. You know, yeah, she's asking her advice. Like, how do you think I should tell him or do I, should I tell him? And, but then she also asks the, like the human questions, like is she cute? Or, or she's twenty six; she doesn't have to be cute, you know. Like he yeah. should die. I love yeah. and I again. This maybe this is just me like applauding Bradley Whitford for all episode, I guess. But like <sighs> the feminist that he is, like I just love hearing the female voice in this episode so much. I love that 
CJ and Kate are, I mean, mostly CJ, she's brokering this huge deal, which could have immense consequences. And yeah, I was reading in uh, the Mar- in Mark's recap, and and he said that he didn't think that that kind of thing would have happened while Sorkin was there. Now that's controversial. I don't know if that's true or if I agree with yeah. that, but yeah, I don't know. It would probably like I'm be gonna not touch that. <laughs> I, I don't know. But I'm just saying I really appreciated that it was like the women making a big play in mm-hmm. this episode. Oh yeah. yeah, I definitely appreciated it. I mean, spoiler alert, I I don't know if you guys can just guess who the MVP's going to be at least for me, but it was great to watch CJ just for lack of a better term, kick ass all episode. I mean, this is one of my favorite, not one of my favorite episodes, but I really like this episode for that reason. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a different, it's a change of pace and it is wonderful and yeah. Ugh, she's the best. And it, oh, it, it best. harkens back to the, um, like the women of Kumar where she really is affected on a personal level by yes, the devastation yeah. that's going on and it force and it yes. moves her to take action. And yeah. I, I thought it was interesting when Bartlett asked, like, is this about uh mm-hmm. is this about the suffering? What is it? Oh, is this about the Sudan or the fact that we're about to be kicked out of this building? And to me it's like, what difference does it make, really? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, what difference does it make? If it's something we want to do, it's something we want to do. But I do like, yeah, I mean, like you said, I like that it 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 sort of references back to the women of Kumar, and she just says her answer to that is is like the the babies die, the mothers carry them around for days, they can't put them down. And yeah, it's it, something it, she's haunted but, by. And I, yeah, and and I agree with you that it's like it doesn't matter that that's her reasoning. She's still taking names, you know. She's still getting stuff done. Mm-hmm. Um. But it is a nice human moment, too. And when I love Barlett's reaction, which is literally just, yeah. <laughs> but the way he delivers it, you know that he's like, I don't know. You know that he's affected, too. Mm-hmm. So I I liked that. I liked that. And I liked that they waited till later in the episode to sort of reveal that. That she's just, sure. she's just working and she's just trying to get stuff done. And so it's less right. like the women of Kumar where, you know, the whole episode is just because she's emotional and she's, you know, she feels certain right. way as a woman or whatever. Right. This is just, she's just going to get it done because it's a thing she can get done in the time right. remaining. And that's sort right. of a theme throughout too is that is when she's talking to Danny, she sort of references it that like, and when she's talking to Liz, that's like, yeah, we're going to, we're trying to uphold his reputation. We're trying to get anything we can get done while we can get it done. And mm-hmm. so I just, Yeah. I just love it all. <laughs> and I love that Danny helped her, her to do those things. Because yeah. at the beginning of the episode, he was the one talking about how they need to lead, you know? And he helped her become her best self. So, yeah, that's how, that's how you know he's a good one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's the best one. He's my favorite one. Just there's so much in this episode. Like I, there's so much to digest all at once. So it, I just really appreciated it. What else? I don't know if there is anything else. What do you got? I mean, CJ said she didn't want to see Danny till after the inauguration. Yeah, which is weird. I just wrote down all the funny quotes that Will Bailey said. But just bravo to Bradley Whitford. I feel like every other note is like praising Alice and Janie or Bradley Whitford for writing something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, hey, credit where credits due. 
I also love yeah. anytime we have subtext conversations, like the, the yeah. conversation with Doug or the conversation with Liz. Like, I just always find yeah. that to be pleasing in the dramatic sense. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. you're picking CJ for this one, MVP? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. 100% CJ. No, nobody would blame you on that. Nope. Uh, I'll go. I'll agree. Let, let's, uh... Also, this line that we have to call to mind. Let's call. Let's cut the financial balls off these genocidal <laughs> bastards. <laughs> oh. oh man, good times. Love it. Good times. All right. Well, so that's uh, we're about halfway through, aren't we? Yeah. Twelve. We are. More? So crazy. Good gracious. Um, well, if you guys have uh, West Wing thoughts or feelings, you can email us at thewestwingpodcast at gmail.com, or you can message us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at WingPod. And we will be back with another episode next week. And I don't Duck remember the name of the episode. Duck and Cover. That's yep. right. Yep. More good, more good things to come. So we'll oh, talk yeah. to you soon. Then, then the next one's the cold, so... Ah! Oh, it's only one more okay. till the cold. Just get oh. ready. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Okay. okay. Bye, guys. Oh. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>